0: Welcome to Coffee with James on this uh, Tuesday morning, the 14th of September, a time where you can stop and take time out from your day to reflect and be enriched from the book um, of Philippians. Uh, well, welcome. Uh, it's wonderful to be opening um, God's word with you here on this Tuesday. I've got my coffee here, I've got my flat white, maybe you got a cup of tea. But I encourage you, grab, grab your Bibles, and we're going to be we're going to be continuing to look at the book of Philippians. We're going to look at the book of Philippians this week for three days, and then next week and the week after, we're going to have a break. We're going to have a break for three weeks. It's going to be school holidays, um, and then we'll get back into the book of Philippians. But this week, we're going to be looking at, at exciting verses. Early on in the early weeks, I said, eventually, we're going to get to the gospel and we're going to explain what it is. Well, tomorrow, we're going to do that. But today, I, I want to ask the question... Well, I've got this week, it's going to be titled, Never Get Tired. Never Get Tired. There's a, there's a TV series, uh, it was called The Band of Brothers. And it's a TV series that traces the steps of Easy Company, the 2nd Battalion of the 506th Parachute Infantry they fought during World War II. And every year, every year I get the DVD, the Blu-ray DVD disc out and I watch the series over. And then I watch it again and again and again. Every year I never get tired of watching this series. I I never get so tired of seeing the characters. I never get tired of seeing the same scenes. I never get tired of of hearing the same thing. And yet every time I I watch it, I pick up on something even more profound. Each year I I see something that I didn't see there before and, and it just adds depth and wonder. Um, to this story about Easy Company, probably the most, one of the most famous companies um, in, in the world during World War II. I never get tired of it. And so this week, I, I want us to think of, as Paul, Paul, he never gets tired. Now, he doesn't get tired of, <laughs> never gets tired of not watching Bennett Brothers, because he didn't have the TV when he was in chains in Rome. But Paul, he's in chains, and he can't keep his mouth shut. And what is it that he can't keep his mouth shut about? Like he, he's, he, he's writing to a church that are worried about him. He's, he's writing to a, a church in Philippi that's a mini Rome. that they, they model themselves, they pride themselves of being Roman. And Paul, well, there's something he can't keep his mouth shut about. He, the chains don't stop him. Have, have a listen to these words in verse 1. Further, my brothers and sisters. Or some might say, finally then. Some translations might say, so then, it's, it's really, yeah, so then, or, or further on. It's, it's not like he's, he's ending his letter all of a sudden, but it's, so then, my brothers and sisters. In light of what I've said, he says, rejoice in the Lord. Like, Paul, he just keeps going on with rejoicing. Now, is this just something he does to stir himself up? No, no, this is really deep. He, he actually rejoices. You know, I think it's 16 times in this book, at least 16 times rejoice or joy is mentioned. It's a book filled with joy. And because he's filled with joy, it, it, it no long, it, it is no trouble for me. He says, it is no trouble to me to write the same things to you again. And it's a safeguard for you. Paul, he's, he, he, he loves to write and tell them the same thing over and over again. He never gets tired of it. He, he actually never gets tired of the gospel he says, I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. I will keep telling you the same thing over and over. I'll keep telling you the good news of Jesus. He never gets tired of telling people about it. But he wants to keep telling them why. But he doesn't want them to move on. See, it doesn't bother Paul to talk the gospel over and over again because it's easy for us to move on. It's easy to slip and get distracted by the teachings. It's easy in a world of achievements, attainments, and accomplishments, that it's it's, it's easy in that kind of world to all of a sudden to, to no longer be placing our confidence in Jesus, but to be putting our confidence in us. To be placing our confidence in the wrong things and in the wrong place. And so he bangs on. He keeps going on about the gospel and rejoice. Because the gospel is outside himself. Because see, if you move on from the gospel, you move on from Jesus. If you move on from the good news of Jesus, you move on from him doing it to something else doing it for you. And he tells them this. I'm I'm, I'm not troubled to keep writing to you about this. Why? Because it's a safeguard for you. Because it protects them. Have a look at verse 2. Watch out for those dogs. Now, you think well but some of you probably got your, your puppies or your or your dogs running around your feet right now. You've got one sitting on the lounge and you think, that's not that offensive, right? You think they're, they're nice animals, they're man's best friend. But it, well when when Paul wrote this it was very different. But that the dogs, yeah. They weren't sitting, they weren't necessarily man's best friend all the time. And so this is an insult. This is so he's saying, watch out to those dogs, for those dogs. They're evildoers. They're mutilators of the flesh. He says, watch out for them. Why am I going to keep telling the gospel? Because you need to know it. He wants them to know the real gospel. So it's strong language. He says, watch out for these. They're probably false teachers. They're people who are helping them slip. Now, we might think, well, what's the best way to guard ourselves against that? Maybe one way is we get to know their teachings. We get to know what they're on about. And that's, a, that's not a bad thing to, to read, maybe possibly maybe read books. So I, don't, I don't want to strongly recommend that, but maybe that is one way to know what they teach so you can be aware of what to stay away from. But how do you really spot a false teacher? How do you spot an evildoer? Paul knows, he says, get to know the gospel. See, if you get to know the gospel, you don't have to worry about trying to spot a false teacher because it will be blaringly obvious. So know the gospel. That's why Paul says, I never get tired of telling you the good news of Jesus Christ over and over again. Know the real gospel. Know the authentic gospel. Go and understand. Go and read the gospels. Go and read Paul's letters. Be deep in God's word because as we know the true gospel, you'll spot the, the mutilators of the flesh. You'll spot the false teachers. You'll go, hang on, this doesn't sound right. That sounds like they're telling me I need to go and do something for my salvation. It sounds like they're saying, hang on, you're saying that if, if I follow Jesus, he's going to give me all this wealth now in this life and, and I'll be healed and I'll be free of sickness. Paul says, no, no, you need to know the gospel. And as you, I never get tired of telling you about this. At Toony, we want to be... We want to be people who are deep disciples of Jesus. Why? We want to be mature disciples. We want to be mature disciples who never get tired of the gospel. And over the next two days, we're going to see why Why would you want to get tired of it? Why would, you, why would you move on from it? Because we're going to look at justification. We're going to look at sanctification. We're going to look at glorification. We're going to see the beauty and the wonder of this gospel to think that if you ever thought about moving it on, you'd think, why am I doing that? So let's be a church that never gets tired of the good news of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this new day. Thank you for the refreshment of your word. Lord, may our hearts rejoice like Paul. Lord, as he sits in chains, he rejoices in Jesus. Lord, fill us afresh. Keep um, keep stirring in us a love of your gospel because it's as we love the good news of Jesus, Father, our hearts will rejoice. We'll know it more confidently and we will spot false teaching. So, Father, help us. It was never to move on, but to continue to get deeper and deeper and more amazed by what you have done through the finished work of Christ. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Look forward to seeing you uh, this time tomorrow.